morning, God. I want to thank you for bringing us together in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Father. Father, we want to thank you for our health, for our strength, and for the protection that you have placed over us. And Father, as we unite ourselves together in the body of Christ throughout the universe, Father, we just want to lift up our hands to you and say thank you. Thank you for allowing us to see another day. And thank you for allowing us to praise your holy name just one more day. In Jesus' name. Thank you this morning, God. Well, thank you for bringing us together in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Father. Father, we want to thank you for our help. So, Lord, we do definitely want to thank you, Father. So, as we go forth here, let's go to the book of Revelation this morning. The book of Revelation. Our message today is the angels are preaching. It's again the title of our message today is the angels are preaching. Before I get into the message today, we'll find your way to Revelations 14 verse 6. Revelation 14, verse 6. And as we begin to find our way to that scripture, I want to throw something out here about the pharmaceutical business industry. Now, the Greek word for... Pharmaceutical, the root of that word is pharmica. And the word pharmica or pharmaca, did you not know that that word in Greek, the root word of pharmaceutical means sorcery, witchcraft? And notice now this word. Pharmaceutical is the word that's derived from the Greek word pharmaca. So when you look out at the so-called legal drug industry, and so many people are addicted to this, and then when you run it back and you see where pharmaceuticals came from, the root of it came out of witchcraft. The root of it came out of sorcery. Because what it does, what drugs do is they bring in other spirits. And they cause these spirits to addict us. And so when the United States of America, the reason why they kill off holistic healers and herbalologists who deal in herbal healing, see, they get rid of them. Because they know the pharmaceutical company one of the most powerfulest enterprises in America. They know that they're dealing in witchcraft. They know what they're doing. They know. 
They know that they are getting people addicted. They know this. But when you're dealing in sorcery and witchcraft anyway, because that's why they call it pharmaceuticals, when you're dealing in that anyway, and that's the business of them, do you think they care? That's why we have to do our study on this situation out here and not be so gullible to everything that people say. I saw a preacher yesterday on uh, Facebook told his congregation to go out and eat grass and they ran out, started eating grass. Did they not, Sandra? Brent? They went out and literally started eating grass. Ran out there and he turned them into cows just that quick. Told them to go eat grass and they did it. Is, is that not witchcraft and sorcery? Now what would I look like telling my congregation and speaking to the people all over the world, go out and eat some grass? Y'all would look at me, y'all leave. And I would hope you would because this old boy would have lost his mind. I'm just telling you some things before I get into the Word this morning that you need to know what's going on. Another thing you need to know is about these iPhones. These iPhones, the particular ones called the Apple iPhone, one of the most dangerous devices. Did you not know that the Israeli operatives are able and are listening in on the convo, private conversations of iPhone users. Wonder why? iPhones, specifically, iPhones. I was trying to tell my Grandboy about that the other day. He think iPhones are so grand, I'm trying to tell it. Well, they can do this, they can do that. Yes, son, but you don't know what else that they do that you don't know about. The Word of God says here in Revelation 14.6, let's go to the Word. The book of Revelation 14.6 says, And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven in the air. Having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth. And to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. Saying with a loud voice, fear God and give glory to him. For the hour of his judgment is come. Somebody say amen to that. And worship him that made heaven and earth, and the sea, and the fountains of water. See, God did all of that. But now here's this angel with the gospel. And he's preaching the gospel in the midst of heaven. And we look at angels as being some kind of winged creature. But we're going to expand your mind today. To give you some understanding on what's really going on. On what's really happening with this. You see, this message is already being preached by the angels. Oh, it's going to get preached more, but it's already being done. 
Now, how many of y'all know what an angel is? The meaning of an angel. A messenger of God. That means anything that God gives a message through is an angel. If it's a messenger of God, right? So, if it's a jackass that spake to Balaam, it's an angel because he's bringing a message. Forbidding the madness of the prophet. Amen? Alright? If it's Nature, and that's what we're going. That's what we're going to hit on. If nature is bringing you a message, then it's an angel. You see, it's preaching something to man to correct man about an error of his way. If a man is bringing the message, then it's an angel. That's why the Bible says in the book of Revelation over the seven churches each one of them had an angel and when you look up that word angel there it means a pastor because the pastor is the messenger of God and that's all angel is a messenger of God and they come in all shapes, forms, sizes spirits and everything else that you can imagine, anything that gives you. How many of y'all know the sun is an angel? It gives you a message every day of either sunshine or cloudiness. One or the other. It gives you that. But it never stops sending out the message because it's always shining whether we see it here or not. It doesn't matter. If it's black dark here, that sun is still shining somewhere, giving a message to another part of the world. Amen? So here we are, and, and, and this angel, this messenger of God, is, is doing some things. Now, I want you to understand, as we go to Luke 40, or Luke 19, verse 40. Luke 19, verse 40. Luke 19, verses 40. And tell me when you get there. Now watch this. Now, we're in America today, right? And everybody knows America is crazy. And if you don't know, then you're crazy. I'm going to say it again. Everybody knows America is crazy. And if you don't know it, then you're crazy. World. Amen. Come on now. now. Now, now, Jesus said, look here, if, the, if I tell these people, you see it there in Luke. He said, now, if I tell these people to withhold themselves, then these stones are going to cry out. Those stones represent nature. All right? Now, let's look at what's been happening here. Man has refused, and I'm just talking about America. I ain't even talking about the rest of the world. I'm just talking about America. Let's just talk about America today. Us. Okay? Did I just talk about us today? Alright. Let's look at America. America doesn't serve God. People in church this morning, they just there. The majority. They just there. They ain't hearing what God is really saying. They're looking for an event, a good time, a happy time. You know, they're not really trying to hear 
But God is saying. So because of this, God says, okay, I'm going to make nature tell you about me. Since you won't listen no other kind of way, are y'all following what God is saying up in here today? You see, God says, now, I'm going to bring floods down in Louisiana. I'm going to bring twisters and tornadoes in Indiana. About 30 of them hit there a couple of days ago, just tore up here. I'm going to bring fires. These are angels. They're talking. They're preaching God's gospel. Why? Because the stones are crying out because we won't cry out to God. That's why. You see? So what the world is doing here, the world is catching the effects. And man is catching the effects of our infidelity toward serving God. And because we're not serving God, what's happening is, is that nature... The angels are preaching through nature. Earthquakes the other day, two of them, one in uh, 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 Miramar and another one in Italy. See, this thing, Jesus said, now if you don't want to praise me, then I'm going to make these rocks cry out. I'm going to make nature tell the story since we refuse to since we think that we can just come to church when we want to and do what we want to when we want to do it and then when the preacher preaches and we get mad and then we leave and then we go here we go there and then God bust our tail see see that don't mean nothing to God see I'm going to preach come on I'm going to preach I'm not in this for 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 to make you feel good about me. I could care less how you feel about me. What I'm going to do is I'm going to preach this word to you because I would rather preach it to you than let damnation preach it to you. I'd rather preach it to you where you can hear what God got to say instead of God sending a flood through here to get you to listen at your house. Or before God sent a tornado to your house. And blow it down. Or a fire. To burn you up and all your children like that man and his wife got burned up the other day. See, these things can happen to any of us. So because we don't feel right, we think we got the right. No, it don't work like that. You think about Jesus. Did Jesus feel like it when he went to that cross? Oh. No, he didn't feel like it. You think he did? But he went. Did he not? A whole lot of time, Brenda and I don't feel like getting in this pulpit and preaching. But we do it. I don't want to go down down there where them alligators done been washed up in the streets and moccasins and everything else. But hey. I got to do what I got to do. You know? I don't want to go to Africa, but sooner or later, I got to go. I don't want to go to the other places that God's going to be calling me to go and, and, and knowing that that Zika virus is out there, but but but, but I, got, I got to go. I got to go. 
See, see, folk don't want to put themselves on the line and do what God has ordained them to do. They're lazy. They got positions in God, but they won't do their jobs. That's right. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. And I tell you, and guess what? I'm telling the truth. Mighty quiet up in here. Show sure is mighty quiet up in here. You better be glad God don't take no days off. Ain't that right? Amen. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. You won't say amen to nothing else. Say amen to that. Amen. amen. Yeah, I'm going to cut this morning. I'm preaching this morning. Let's go to Matthew 24, 7. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, I did it. You, I just didn't read it. I just recited it. 24-7. Yeah, I did. Luke, Luke finished. Wasn't you listening? Okay. There it is. These stones would immediately cry out. Didn't I, didn't I preach it? All right. Now, Matthew 24-7. I don't have to read this book. I got it in my heart. Matthew 24, 7. Watch what it says here. It says, For a nation shall rise up against nation. We know this. And kingdom against kingdom. We know that. But watch what else is going to happen. And there shall be what? Ain't that nature? Ain't, don't a famine bring a message to you? That, hey, I'm hungry. And I better do something. Don't a famine bring hard times to you? You see, there are many kinds of famines. There are financial famines. There are spiritual famines. There are food famines. There are, are disease, uh, disease famines. You know, things that come on from disease. I mean, it's all kinds of famines. It just ain't what goes in your mouth, you know? Right. He says here, nature going to speak to you through what? And what else? Right. Uh-oh. AIDS, Zika, all that kind of stuff. Can'ts, you, you know, pestilences, mosquitoes. And, and they talking about that mosquito. Got this little zone and he ain't going to come out of it. And I'm looking at Brendan. How you going to stop a mosquito from flying? A mosquito got wings. Now, how you going to contain a mosquito in a little old, Come on, y'all. And they expect us to believe. This kind of stuff they just tell you. And a lot of people believe it. And next thing you know, the mosquitoes done flew all the way across town. Now they over there. Because that's what mosquitoes do. They migrate, right? They just like everything else. They move. They got wings, man. Come on. What else did it say it's going to do beside the pestilence? Uh-oh. Didn't I just say about Italy? And Maramore? Hmm? There's going to be many more. They happen it every day. They just don't get reported. So you see, the angels are preaching to us. Oh, hello, are we listening? Are we listening to what God is trying to tell us when the fires burns up all of these acreages, tens of millions of acres, and homes, and when people, over 100,000 people and homes displaced at once. Where are you going to put all them people? We're going down in the land now where all them people, their houses and everything else, 
has been discarded. They're displaced people. And we're sitting here living off the fat of the land. And we don't even want to get up and give God praise. And them folk down there would change their arms, cut their arms off to have what we got now. But before that happened, they were just like us. Nonchalant. So God had to send a messenger. <laughs> say it again, bro. God had to send a somebody say it. Messenger. To talk to you. See, when you, when you don't want to listen, God say, okay, I'll send an angel to talk to you. I'll send something to talk to you. Because I'm God and I'm going to get my man. One way or the other. Uh-huh. He says it's going to be in various places. That's what that word means, dive. Go back to Revelation 16.21. I love you too. Revelation 16, 21. Now here we go. I want you to look at this. If you will. Amen? Amen. I like a church that'll look at it with me. Look at here. 21 says, Revelation 16, 21 says, And there fell. Upon men, a great, what? Hell. Not just hell, but a great hell out of where? The spiritual realm, heaven. Now, this hell here means judgment of God. And notice how heavy this judgment of God is going to be. It says, every stone about the weight of a talent. Do you know a talent weighs a hundred pounds? Now, you think of a hundred pound rock, stone of hell falling from the sky through the atmosphere. It's going to pick up speed. It's going to lay off. It's going to weigh a whole lot more than a hundred pounds as it picks up speed. When it hit, it's going to hit like a bomb, okay? Here recently, we had a hail about the size of a grapefruit. And it was going through the houses of people. Like they were bombs. You know? There wasn't nowhere to go. Think about what it would be like for a talent of hell to hit. Not just one, but I'm talking about coming out of. See, that's a heavy judgment of God. That's the angels speaking with the everlasting gospel. Because he had already told you right over there in the book of, uh, of, uh, of uh, Job that he's got. That hell reserved for the time of judgment. He got it reserved. He already told us that. And we walk around here and we playing church and we doing the feel good thing and looking at these critters on the monitors and stuff and calling them their pastors and stuff. You got to be out your mind. If you don't have a pastor, you need to have one that's hands on. One that you can get to. Because let me tell you something. Them other folk, you can't get to them. They don't care nothing about you. They don't care nothing about you. You can't even get to them. The only thing they care about you, you pay your tithe. You go to them and need something. You'll see. 
First thing they're going to do, guess what? They're going to look and see how much time you've been. That's what they're going to do. They're going to send you through something. you got to go before the council. Oh, we got to see. But Sister Sue, she ain't paid. No. Oh, no, we can't help her. That ain't the way. That ain't the way. That ain't the way. So every stone was about the weight of a talent. And men, notice what he did when the angels were speaking through nature. And men blasphemed God. Because of the plague or the judgment of the hell, and the plague thereof was exceedingly great. But even in all of it, man, this, now man got some real serious issues. You would think that man, after he get his head tore up like that, that he would repent, but instead, he is so screwed up that he blasphemed God. Because God. Do you know man, if man could, he would shoot God? Oh, y'all don't believe that. Y'all don't believe me. Y'all don't believe me. If man could, he'd shoot God. He'll shoot me. So why won't he? <laughs> he don't care nothing about me. He don't care about God either. If he made an image in the likeness of God, right? Amen. Come on now. Says here now, when you you blaspheme God to get them plagued because of them plagued, that means you want them plagued off you, so you gonna kill if you could. What's putting that on you, right? If somebody putting a whooping on you and you got something to kill it with, you gonna kill it. You got good sense. And it's the same way if, I say if, you could kill God. <laughs> but you can't reach him like that. <laughs> so you might as well keep your bullets in your gun. Yes, Lord. Let's go to Revelation 2.21. We're coming on down. We're going to finish this thing up here in a minute. 2.21. Because I want you to see how crazy man is. He's good and crazy enough. Oh, you ought not talk like that. You, you, you got to be committed. Man, man's a fool. Point blank. I know what a fool is, and I'm a man. And I know I got issues, and guess what? I know y'all got them too. Be up in here faking. Come up in here faking. You come up in here faking, you'll get exposed. Amen. Come up in here faking. Come up in here with that mess. This is the real deal up in here. Here's where we get circumcised so that we can do better. Here's where we get circumcised so that we can live better. Here's where we get circumcised so that we can rejoice to God better and praise His holy name. Now can I get some praise up in here? Amen. Revelation 2.21 The Word of God said, that God gave her, talking about the church, a space to repent of her fornication, her infidelity to him. But she didn't repent, did she? You see it there. She didn't repent. So, watch what God do. 9.20, Revelation 9.20. I'm almost done, y'all. Short and sweet. Because I got to pull out of here shortly. 9.20. Watch this. Revelation 9.20 says, And the rest of the men 
which were not killed by these plagues, which are these judgments, yet repented not. They still didn't repent of the works of their hands. Wow! That they should not worship devils, idols of gold, silver, brass, stone, wood, which neither can see nor hear. Now look here. Ah, there's this thing called the the dollar bill. It don't have no mouth to speak, don't have no ears to hear, can't walk, but we made it a god. Hmm. Same with gold. Same with silver. Same thing with a lot of things, right? Thing don't have no life in it, children. It's simply a tool to live by. That's all. But we've allowed this thing to get inside of our spirit and take control, minister, of our lives. And it makes us crazy. We kill for it. We deceive people for it. Because the love of money, Ms. Manley, Pastor, the love of money, you, 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 you spoke it from the word. The love of money is the mm, root, not some, but all evil. You get to loving that thing, and it'll take you down. It's one thing you got to do. When you get money, you better get you some wisdom too. And you get some wisdom, you better try to get some understanding too. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. That money has a spirit in it, and it's powerful. And you've got to know how to handle that thing, or that thing will handle you, and take you out of here. Now I'm talking some good, I'm preaching better than y'all amen up in here now. Revelation 16, 9. Well, wait a minute. Let me see if I finish that. <clears throat> what is that? 9, 20? Okay. For the rest, yeah. Okay. All right, we finished it. I got two more scriptures and we are out of here. Revelation 16, 9. I'm staying right here in Revelation. I need for you to see Revelation 16, 9. Well, <clears throat> let's go with verse 8. And the fourth angel, here comes the messenger, poured out his vial upon what? All right. Have anybody ever noticed how hot it be getting here every year? <laughs> and people get to act it up when it get hot, don't they? They go to busting each other in the head at the job. <laughs> it be hot up <laughs> It'd be hot up in there, man. You sweating. And somebody piss you off next thing. You know, you done hit them upside the head with a hammer. Amen. Huh? <laughs> Has anybody ever did that? Ain't nobody did that. Ain't nobody ever did that in here. But you felt like it did. You tell the truth. Come on, talk to me. You know, well, that messenger is bringing that heat. He said he poured out his vial on the sun. And, and the heat scorched men. God Almighty. He got real hot. And you know when people get hot, man, I'm talking about from the heat, 
they get angry. You know, you got to get back away from folk in the heat because that's when most crime, yeah, killing crime. You know, that's when people go at one another at during them times, see. But these jokers here, man, when, when, that, when that fire started hitting them and that lust started rising up in them, because we're talking about heat here, that thing started rising up in them and the power was given unto him to scorch men with fire, verse 8, verse 9 said, and the men, the men were scorched with great heat. And look what they did. They cursed him again. Didn't I tell you they'd kill God if they could? Didn't I tell you they'd shoot him? You think they'd shoot him now? Look what they did. They cursed him. They cursed God, blasphemed the name of God, which had power over these plagues. Watch this. And they repented not to give him glory. Now this is crazy to me. Now here's God. He's got power. Over these plagues. In other words, I can stop this if you just do what I tell you to do. But, <laughs> but instead of stopping what we're doing and getting it right, what we do, we curse God. I don't like him no more. I don't like church no more either. I don't want nothing to do with him. All because you mad at God. And you mad at God because you can't do what you want to do. And when you can't do what you want to do, it's already ordained by God that something's going to come at you. I mean, that's just the way it is. That's how it's set up. If it's raining out there and you walk out there, and without an umbrella, you're going to get wet. Amen. Right? Amen. You put a loaded gun to your head and pull the trigger. Yes, sir. Gonna blow that head right off. I mean, there are things that's just automatic, right? It's called absolutes. Now, there are not a whole lot of absolutes in life, but there are some that are absolute. And it's an absolute thing when you don't do what God tells you to do, and when I don't do what God tells me to do, I always get my tail whooped. And he keeps coming back because he never gives out of switches. He just keep coming back until he steer you back right. Ain't no give up in him. That ain't in his... <laughs> it ain't now. Give up. What? <laughs> oh, we ought to be able to laugh at our old silly self. And take this whooping good. Just take the whoop. Let's go to Isaiah 32. Verse 1 through 5. See what it's talking about. Isaiah 32, Old Testament, verse 1 through 5. 32. Now, it said, oh, tell me when you get there, please. <laughs> Lord Jesus. <laughs> it said, Behold, a king shall reign. In righteousness. Mm-hmm. And prince shall rule in judgment. Uh. And a man shall be as an hiding place from the wind and a covert from the tempest as rivers of water in a dry place. And the shadow of a great rock 
in a what kind of land? And are we not in a weary land? But the weariness of this land has no effect on me. Why? Because I'm under and I'm abiding under the shadow of the Almighty. Amen? And whosoever dwelleth in the secret places of the Almighty shall abide under the wings of the Most High. Psalms 91. So, 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 so he's saying here in verse 3, Isaiah 32, verse 3, And the eyes of them that shall not be dim, uh-oh, and the ears of them that hear shall do what? That means to, they'll listen. But you got to have what? Your eyes open. Your eyes can't be dim now. And you got to have your ears open, right? Because a lot of folk come in, they don't have their eyes or their ears. <laughs> oh, you know what you come for if you ain't got your eyes and your ears open? You're wasting time. Didn't the Bible say, when you come into the house of the Lord, the book of Ecclesiastes, be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifices of a fool? All I'm doing is preaching the word. I'm preaching this thing like Jesus would to you. He didn't cut no corners, so ain't no need in me doing it either. You know? Uh, goody twos, you don't work. Now, watch this, verse 4, Isaiah 32, 4. The heart also of the rash shall understand not. And the tongue of the stammer shall be ready to speak plainly. Mm -hmm. The vile person shall be no more called. Look at that word. That's a nasty word. You hear it all the time on new liberal. Look at that. God called a liberal a vile person. <laughs> see, you see it? Liberal. So don't let nobody call you that. Don't be no liberal, whatever that is. Because this Bible say God looking at it as being vile. You know what? All right. Liberals believe in any and everything. They don't believe in no just let you do just whatever. You know. That's that liberal mentality. It, it's another word for incontinent. Out of control. And when you're out of control, you vile because you allowed to do anything, right? I mean, without the word of God, man, man is lost. Without the word of God, you said to do anything. You said to do something with the word, right? Now take the word from us, man. We're really in trouble, right? I know I am anyway. I'm going to speak for me. I need Jesus. I need him. I need him, y'all. And you know what? I'm glad I need him. Because I ain't found nothing else that can do for me what Jesus has. Amen. I have not found nothing else that can do for me what my Lord and Savior has. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that. And that's why we do what we do here at the house. Amen. We go ye, like he said, where? Into the what? That's what he said, ain't it? Okay. He, he didn't say that you had to take, uh, he said, if two or three of you just gather in my name, I'm going to be in the midst. He didn't tell me nothing about taking 32,000. He said, no, that's too many. Let's take these 300 that's ready. <laughs> he didn't say nothing to me about how many. He never has spoke that to me. He just said, 
take those that I give you. Well, and I'll do the rest. And, and, and boy, I tell you, HOD ain't no joke. Y'all ought to be proud of yourselves and what God's doing in you. I'm serious. Because we're a team, right? We do this together, right? Is it not working? Ain't got nothing to do with numbers, is it? Oh, boy. Ain't our God good? Ain't he good? See, see, everybody, everybody got a part to play. Some can't go, but they can pray. Some don't have no money, but you can pray. The ones that got money, them the ones that God uses to keep it going, right? Hey, God got it. But the thing about it is, everybody is important. Every part of the body supplies the body. So don't ever underestimate, you know. Don't ever, you know. Don't ever underestimate. Don't underestimate who you are and who God is in you. Don't you ever do that. And don't you ever let the devil bully you. And don't you let people bully you either to tell you you're not when you know you are. Because sometimes your worst enemies is in your own household. Sometimes that's where your biggest fools are. Jesus said that. I reckon he ought to know. Matter of fact, I'm sure. Last verse, Revelation 16:11. Cause remember, these jokers they still didn't, still didn't repent after all this stuff. Watch verse 11. But we've gone to, to verse 10. Let's just read on down. Cause the fourth angel he poured out on the sun, they went crazy. And the fifth angel poured out his vial upon the seat of the beast. Uh-oh, that's them emotions. That's that antichrist emotion that man got, right? Uh-huh. And what happened was, <laughs> and his kingdom was full of darkness. Boy, won't you, won't that, want to get dark in there when you're doing evil? Anybody ever been dark inside? <laughs> and you didn't even know you were dark? You were crazy, but you didn't even know it. But everybody else did. And they were telling you, you know, you're crazy. But you thought you was all right. That's because you were in darkness. The people in darkness. Jesus said it's seen a great light. You know, so it says that, and the fifth angel, when he poured out his vial upon the seed of the beast, and his kingdom was full of darkness. And watch what happened. And they gnawed their tongues Notice that it said, and they. Now all of a sudden, from the beast, it becomes and they. Why? Because that beast represents that anti-emotions in us. And when God hit that thing with darkness, you see, boy, that thing come back at us. Watch what it does. And they blaspheme God of heaven because of their what? Pain. And their sores. But look what they did, church. They still didn't repent. You see, when darkness, sin brings us in the darkness, right? And causes us to do all kinds of things, right? So what we do, we become lovers of our flesh instead of lovers of God, right? And when we become lovers of our flesh, what happens is God brings pain upon our life, right? 
Because God said, I talked to you once, I talked to you twice. Twice I've talked to man in the book of Job. He said, first I'm going to talk to you in a dream. And if you don't listen in a dream, then I'm going to put you on a sick bed and make you listen to me that way. God said, when you're living in darkness, what's going to happen? I'm going to bring pain. And after the pain, I'm going to bring sores on you. Look at age. Look at it. It comes from the darkness in us. See, I'm going to bring sores. I'm going to let you break out. And all kind of sores. I'm going to do all this to you. All because you're living in darkness. And when we live in darkness, God is not pleased. And when God is not pleased, God takes his hand away. And where we were going forward, I've been there, I know what I'm talking about. Where we were going, we start going backwards. God starts to subtract him. That's that angel talking. Get back, get back, get back. But the Bible says they repented not. It, so that lets me know man got a hard head, don't he? Well, he head hard? Amen. According to the Bible. Amen. Hmm? Amen. Ain't we got hard heads? Amen. Who got hard heads? Yep. 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 But we're getting better, though, ain't we? Amen. Ain't there hope? In Jesus Christ. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Let's give God praise. Amen. Give him praise, church. Give him praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Appreciate you. Come on up, Brenda. Come on up, Pastor. Do your thing. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah.